Hello and welcome to On The Way Moments, a podcast from St. Anthony on the Desert Episcopal Church here in Scottsdale, Arizona. On this podcast, we hear stories from some very interesting people and their on-the-way moments that they experience through their lives. I'm Will Strong, your host today. And on today's episode, we have a, a person with an amazing story that you'll just want to hear. Catherine Gilbert serves as the director of the Ministry of Walking the Mourner's Path, which is a national grief ministry that is based at St. Anthony on the Desert. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you, Will. It's great to be here. Nice to have you. It's good. So just to kind of, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a quick overview of, of what Walking the Mourner's Path is. Walking the Mourner's Path is a national grief ministry that is Christian-based. Um, we partner with faith communities around the country to offer an eight-week program, which is the heart of the ministry. What's really unique about the program is that there's, it's workshop-based, so people are really working on their grief, and we are very intentional about using that word work, mm -hmm. because um, grief is hard, and um, to be able to have a safe place to work on your grief with people who aren't just caring about you, but yeah. also trained. We train all our facilitators and clergy people so that when you come into a walking mortars path group, workshop, you are in a safe place where you can be accepted and loved. And it's centered with Christ because nice. through God's presence, we heal. Mm -hmm. And it's just miraculous to be a part of the workshops nice. and the ministry. And how long has, has Walking the Warner's Path been going? We are in our 26th year. Wow. And St. Anthony's owned the program for um, 15 of those wow. years. So it's pretty exciting. That's wonderful. And have you been the director since day one? I have not. Oh, okay. I, always I didn't know if that was true. I didn't I know. No, I have not. Um, I was asked to join, to work on the ministry, mm -hmm. um, take a one-year commitment, and I'm in my 12th year. <laughs> of my one-year commitment one, and it, it talks about the power of the ministry and um i found that i had a passion for it it's kind of weird to say i have a passion for grief which isn't really true i have a passion for the ministry yeah. for pastoral care and for the the healing part that comes oh from it's, that it's just amazing the uh, the work that people do and to be centered in a place where christ is palpable yeah. and that yes. love is just it's just incredible and and um, I'm always amazed every time I sit in a workshop or I do a training. I'm amazed at the power of the program and the power of God's presence in that That's ministry. Awesome. Nice. So, so looking back over the, the 12 years as you, as you started the process, what's something that may have surprised you? I think I was most surprised about is how poorly we grieve mm. as a culture. And um, in churches, even in church communities, yeah. because we do funerals well we do the rich that beginning rituals yeah. you'll have a clergy person present if you wish at the at the deathbed um we have a beautiful in episcopal church and many other mainline protestant churches we have beautiful rituals around death we have the castle brigades yeah. where people are caring for people but that's just in the immediacy of the mm -hmm. death but once we get beyond those where people are still suffering still needing help yeah. um there's nothing, and yeah. and that's where Mark Walking the Mourner's Path has filled that void, and it Walking the Mourner's Path was founded on that question: Where is Christ in my pain? And so it's it's really remarkable to see that work, and I'm just I'm just surprised how much we focus on the immediacy and that's don't so talk true. about death, yeah. about mourning, and about grieving, and we all experience it. Right, and and it's and that's a really good point because it's like, well, here's a day off, 
Good luck at right. your grief. You know. I call it the three-day rule, <laughs> the three actually, <laughs> um, where you have, you know, you're allowed three days yeah. to attend the funeral, and then you're supposed to come back to work and right. pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, and that's how we normally do it as a culture. And, and, and grief is so different for everybody. Yeah, it's going to depend on that relationship you have with a loved one. Yeah. And um, I know we're going to jump into what that pandemic has yes. certainly affected, yeah. the way we <clears throat> grieve and mourn. Can I jump right into that? I was going to say, actually, yes, please yes, do, yeah. yes. So what the pandemic has done is it separated us from those very rituals yeah. that we talked about and even though they're not quite enough they're still really important to begin the grieving process yeah. having those opportunities for storytelling if you even think about how the the bible is formed mm -hmm. it's through storytelling and when we storytell together we, it's a process that begins our grieving, allows us to heal when we tell those stories, when we talk about, but the pandemic has caused us to be isolated. Absolutely. And even mm -hmm. if you're in this kind of two-dimensional world that Zoom creates, like we, we did a Zoom funeral for a family, and it was like, okay, right. <laughs> well, that was missing a lot because you can't yeah. touch, you can't hug, you can't see the expression like you do in a one-on-one -on -one, um, conversation. And you're already experiencing a lot of loss. Yeah. We've lost our autonomy in many ways. We've lost those connections we have. And even something as simple as like, say you went to the gym. Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. You couldn't do you that anymore. You can't do that. You couldn't do that, that yep. anymore. And so the pandemic has really isolated people more than even before. We weren't grieving well anyway. Right. And then we've added this whole new layer. And we also have to talk about people who've died from the pandemic. From the pandemic. pandemic. You know, when when we first start, started talking about the pandemic, I was shocked by the people using the words only. Only so many people died. Well, now we're yes. at, yeah, now we're at 600,000. Only, only. Like, what? And you just go, how can you talk about that? Those are each, souls, yeah. Yes, each purpose person i always i wrote i got really mad on a facebook post <laughs> i go what that's like somebody's grandma who yes. made the best chocolate chip cookies absolutely that is somebody who mattered yep. and we're talking about and that we just got so caught up in this kind of political sized disease yeah. deadly disease and so when people see that and the other piece is if with COVID or any other disease or sickness where they were in the hospital, they died alone. Absolutely. They they may have had, if they died of COVID, they were surrounded by people in protective agreement yep. from head to toe. Yep. Or they weren't allowed, your loved one wasn't allowed to be there yeah. to say those fine, final dying words yep. with an opportunity. And then there's this whole other layer like, okay, my loved one died, but I'm here. Yeah. Absolutely. And there was nothing I could do right. to be with them. I mean, that's talk about bad death. Or how did they die and I didn't? Absolutely. It's that survivor's Right. Survivor's, survivor's guilt, guilt yeah. is, is just huge. And and there's just so many layers there mm. where we we haven't talked. We don't talk about death. No. And then you add this layer of separation and isolation, mm. all those things that get you through gradually through it. It's been a really difficult year. And think about everything else you lost. Right. You Absolutely. May have, you may have lost your job. And so now you're mm -hmm. stuck with a financial consideration and you're dealing with somebody who died. Yep. It's just, it's I mean, it's like grief on grief on grief. Right. Right. And, and how do we. And so during the pandemic, I mean, 
were you able to have groups? I mean, you don't want to Zoom groups with people we, that you don't necessarily know. Right. A couple churches were able okay. to offer groups oh, via Zoom. And, uh, and you know, with mixed results, some of them had really great groups because yeah. they already had a community. Prior, right? yeah. And they already knew people. For others, they were able to reach out to a broader community, so that worked. But we here at St. Anthony kind mm -hmm. of made this decision, well, we did make this decision, that we're not going to do groups no. and not be able to sit in the room because, as I talked about earlier, one of the magic, really magic moment in the groups is the presence of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And the and feeling it. Yes. And you can't tell, you can't feel the Holy Spirit <laughs> on Zoom. over there at 2-4 uh, <laughs> Smith Street there? Like, <laughs> you can't feel it. And so it's, and the other part of that as facilitators, we're yeah. doing a lot of active listening Absolutely. to help people to, 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 to point out things they may not see in themselves. Mm -hmm. And you, it's really hard to active listening when you're doing a zoom call. <laughs> I've right. tried it. It's right. hard. You got the dog barking, you got everything in the background <laughs> right. and it's right. just that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's really, that's, that's so kind of thinking, you know, hopefully we are on the up and up of opening, reopening life and everything. How does that play part back into? Well, um, I think what's really is going to happen is as we reemerge mm -hmm. in the world, um, we're going to, that person's going to be missing. Absolutely. If you experience the death of someone and all of a sudden you're gathering as a family, yeah. you're doing all those things. I, I call it the empty chair at the mm. table where that person isn't there anymore. Yeah. And they were a big part of your life, of your family, of your social group, and yeah. they're not anymore. So they're going to be lost. They're going to be missed. And we have to give ourselves grace to say, you know, I, I might have to take a step back. If I, even if I've done a job of working on my grief and, and yeah. doing the task, we might take a step back as we reemerge into the world. Yeah. And then there's this just... There seems to be an abundance of unkindness mm. in the world, you, oh. you know, that yeah. where you see people just being angry with one another. Yeah. And can you imagine you've experienced the death of someone, you're just reemerging, and all of a sudden you've got somebody going, well, that COVID thing isn't real or, right. you know, any other number of things. And you go, wow, a little bit of kindness could go a long yes. way here. Yeah. And, and so... That's, I just think that's going to be really difficult as we so go kindness, back. For kindness, for sure. I mean, that's it's something so <laughs> trivial. Not trivial, but, but so minute, you'd think, just to be well, like, it's how just, are you feeling? Right. Well, the, just yeah. being kind to the other person you're <laughs> right. engaging with. Because you don't know what their story is, what path they're walking, what they've been through in the yeah. last year. Just to now that you've maybe taken off your mask or smile with your smile, eyes and with right? your ask on, just be kind to one yeah. another. There's no need to. So your day isn't going well. Right. Well, their day might not be going well either. They might not be. And, you know, the other thing I, I'm going to step out here and say, let's not talk about COVID and shroud it in politics anymore. Right. Let's talk about it being something that we all live through and that people died from and that it mattered. It, it mattered. mattered. And that yes, we're going to reemerge, and we should be excited about it. But it, there's there's not going to be. We've talked about it here at St. Anthony. Normal isn't going to happen oh, anymore. Oh no, normal is gone. Yeah, it's going to be a new way of approaching yeah. things, and and recognizing that that we're going to be going out in the world with people who we don't know the burdens they're carrying. Absolutely, and I, I think this you know one of the you know kind of silver linings of that pandemic is that maybe this does bring a kindness. Maybe this does bring a <laughs> man, we all just went through this together and, and I don't know what you lost or what you gained or right. anything during the pandemic, but you know what? I can smile. I can be nice. I can ask you how you're doing um, because they're, you know, we've, we've all experienced and seen what this past year has been like. And so 
I, I mean, it sounds like we need a, a COVID addition for Warner's Path. You <laughs> well, <know>? I think <laughs> just gradually, one of the great things about Warner's Path is those tools can be used throughout your life. Absolutely. You know, you those those are life skills that we don't necessarily have in our toolbox, right. I always like to say. We haven't, one of the things about grief and, and mourning is we haven't, we don't have that in our toolbox. We mm -hmm. don't, since we haven't talked about grief and mourning, as ch especially children often are separated from death, yeah. is they haven't seen what mourning looks like. Yeah, absolutely. And so they have no patterns yeah. to to model you. So we have no patterns. We have nothing <laughs> in our toolbox to pull on. So yeah. maybe now we're going to begin to have a conversation that, or we're just going to shove it all aside right. and go on in life. There's the rug, <laughs> yeah. put it under there, <laughs> yes. we'll move along. Yeah. And it makes me think of, I mean, um, Brene Brown talks a lot about vulnerability mm -hmm. and that kind of that, that grief. And, and it, we have to be vulnerable to, be, to grieve. Right. And that is a huge part in our life. And so I think offering that kindness and offering that... Um, yeah, the vulnerable, but also being vulnerable yourself. Right, giving yourself some that's grace. That's a huge part yes. of the work that you guys do with Mourner's Path. Right. Is you know we have to get through the the stuff, the mud, the mud before we come up and, and out of that, and before we hit the clear water. So, um, well, Catherine, how can people um, find out more? Before about before yeah, I yeah, end, please, please. I I do want to say something. If somebody is really experiencing grief, yeah. there's complicated grief. Seek a mental health professional. Absolutely, yes. Because you don't need to do this alone. There are people out there who can help you and walk you through it and walk with you, Absolutely. who are trained in this grieving process and can Absolutely. walk you through it. And just like you would go for to the doctor if you're sick, your mental health is equally as important. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing that up because it's you know I think we we sometimes forget not even forget but we just don't we don't talk about it. As no, much. we don't. And and you know. That is something that we have to do. Um, we have to do our mental health checks and go and go talk to somebody. And so, like Catherine said, um, if you if you need help, uh, reach out. Reach out to somebody and um, a licensed counselor or psychologist or, or that. So and and if you're in a faith community, clergy people are often connected to Absolutely. mental health um, professionals who can connect you with somebody. And they what's great about having clergy people, they have some skill set. They not only yeah. know what their capabilities they also know what their limitations Absolutely. are and so they can refer you to someone often and so does that happen in in mourner's yes. path in quite a bit yes, I, yeah yes. oh good yes. good well that's great so one of the things that we do like to talk about um i'll ask all of our guests is sharing an on the way moment of something it doesn't have to deal with mourner's path it, more than well you could <laughs> but something that in your life that maybe has kind of shifted your your life that you think was a, a meaning, a meaningful. Well, mourner's path. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it was just such a, I went in thinking I was going to do the business side of it and make it all. I got one you know, year. <laughs> I got it all. I'll straighten it out. We'll make sure the program's updated and we'll do all this. And, you know, just what I always like to say is how can you do this for so long mm. is I have the pleasure of seeing the light of Christ illuminated in people who've seen only darkness. Oh, I love that. And, it is a privilege yeah. to sit with people in those moments. And a hard privilege, too. Yeah, you just got some, too. Yeah, God and that's bumps. a hard privilege yeah. to have to carry. But No, um. but it's, you know, we often say that, you know, there's a lot of pain that is shared in a Mourner's Path workshop, but there's a lot more laughter. Mm. There's a lot more caring. There's a, a lot more... We Our tagline is, our mission is transforming grief into joyful living. Oh, there you go. And and so there can there's joy at the yeah. end of this. We're not healed all the way, no. but there's joy. There's joy. I like that. Choose joy too. Yeah. Move towards that yeah. joy. 
So how can people find out about Walking the Mourners Well, Path? we have a website, um, www.mournerspath.com. Okay. And if you go to the St. Anthony website, there's a link there. Perfect. Too. And we'll put that in the, the show notes for all of you. Uh, to find out. So I just want to say a, a great big thank you to Catherine oh, today. Um, this was such a fun, a fun, you know, I had I, heard about Mourner's Path, but it's fun to kind of learn more about what it is. Mm -hmm. And so um, please, if you, if you want more information, reach out to Catherine. Absolutely. Um, that's it for us today. So if you liked today's episode, even if you, uh, pausing, even if you didn't like the days of, <laughs> no, no, we're not going to say that. <laughs> That's it for today. So if you liked today's episode, please give us a thumbs up, leave a comment on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be on the lookout for those small moments that may change your... Change that again. That's it for today. If you liked today's episode, give us a thumbs up or leave a comment on YouTube or wherever you hear your podcast. Until next time, be on the lookout for your own On The Way moments. Bye for now. That was a good one, Catherine. Yeah. Catherine that, was that was awesome. awesome. You should. Uh, I'll post it online. Be a podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. You should also be a podcaster. You have a yeah. nice voice. Oh, <laughs> it's all that <laughs> vocal training. <Yeah. laughs> that was great.